Welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's safe haven for our weekly waffly chats. An avenue for us to answer listener questions, connect more with our members and shed light on our weekly ebbs and flows. If you want to work out with us, join us at moveitmama.co.nz and if you like our podcast, please hit like and subscribe. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sparkle Pod. We just spent the weekend in Wellington. It was the best. So many people told us to our faces how they love this podcast and how pleased can we never stop doing it. It's a joy bringing you these conversations, just another way to connect our souls together and for you to get to know us. Did you know that the most important things in life are the connections we make with others? I just got off the phone to mum and she said, you'll be exhausted. And yep, she's right. I am exhausted, but wow, I am so happy and full of love. And I know that Jessie will be feeling this too. Thanks, pals. Thanks to you all for supporting us and all of our adventures. Hope you enjoy our company today. A little debrief is in store and who knows what else. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. How are ya? Yeah, I'm good. I It's such a crazy thing like flying on planes, eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's like- it's like, well, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, it's like when you have someone who's pregnant, and one day the baby is inside their stomach, and then the next day, um, it's out in the world. You know, one yeah. day the baby's here, the next day the baby's is a really good analogy. Yeah, and now what made you think of that? Well, because I've thought of that because when I thought of you this morning. And when you quickly phoned me, I was like, weird. She was here, then she's not. She's in Australia, you know? Like, I thought I know. of that. Like, it's such a, there's, a, there's so many parts to the trip too. Like, <laughs> I and and I, when I got home, I rocked up in my car and I parked because I park at the airport. And then I'm like, I'm suddenly randomly outside my house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I thought of this too on the plane yesterday. I was just watching the plane watching the sea and watching the land and I was like on one hand we look to be moving really slowly so how are we crossing the lands (laughs) crossing the islands and getting myself home in 50 minutes how is this happening when it looks like we're going so slowly I don't get it yeah it's so weird and then you see there's somewhere on the plane screen you can see there how fast it's going and it's like hundreds of kilometers per hour does like feel a day no it feels slow and it's so weird how the time ticks by and you get further and further away from home to your other home and it's just fucked up I know and I was trying really hard to and really enjoy it because you know it was quiet there was no child with me or you know it was quite relaxing but I just was absolutely busting to pee at the end when I, you Why know, when you it was, well, you know, when there's a big, I did, but you know, when there's like a big sort of 20 to 30 minute window, really 20 ish where you're, where you're coming into land and it's, yeah, and you're not allowed, you, you should have gone and you yes. didn't. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, eh? Because when you're on a plane, so I was, I, I just think this is so weird. I was thinking about it when I was on the plane. So because uh, of my knee, I book a seat, I book. The aisle seat with, I suppose, when you're looking at the cockpit, funny name that is, cockpit, mm-hmm. I book the left-hand side of the aisle so my right leg can hang out the edge if I need to. Got you. Mm. 
very nervous when the trolley comes past. Got to quickly make sure I've got my knees, legs in. Anyway, I the guy that was sitting on the aisle on the opposite me, like next to me on his aisle. On the right. Uh, I just, there was a little kid that kept kind of coming up to us and we sort of were interacting with it and he was too, but we didn't interact with each other at all. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> and then I was just thinking about what his, where he's going or what he's doing. And like, it was interesting. I was watching like out of the corner of my eye, like, you I know, love how that. Yep. and I was sort of watching him. So he had two phones, which was weird. Maybe one was a work phone, possibly. Mm-hmm. He had, um, yeah, he had the, he used the plain headphone things, like little AirPod cord, cord ones. Headphones. Yeah. Yeah. But not like a big beastie headphone like we yeah. used to have. Yeah. Why did that's changed, eh? Or in New Zealand give those little ones mm, in yeah, those a little, packet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, he ordered a pale ale beer. That was mm. cool. He sipped on it real slow. But then, like, I was just watching. So I didn't have anything on the plane because I booked the cheap seat. And he got the meal. It smelled real yum. And I was kind of watching him eat out of the corner of my eye. Like... <laughs> I didn't, not really, but kind of, you know, you, you could just know that you just, mm-hmm. I'm so aware of everything that's happening around me. Like mm-hmm. I can't just zone out. Mm-hmm. And I see some people just zone out the entire flip, truck fly. And I'm like, I wish I could be that person. <laughs> yeah. And I try and zone out and I can't because I'm so nosy at everyone else is what everyone's doing. The couple next to me, she had a massive book. Mm. It's real big. And I was like, how are you bringing that on the plane? That's mm-hmm. too much admin, a big book. You'd... Yeah. But I mean, if you're reading it, why would you not? Yeah. Uh, he, her partner just slept the entire time. She was busy reading and had big headphones on while reading. Not sure why. People can read and listen to stuff at the same wow. time. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a juggle. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I've done that from time to time. I thought maybe she was having sound. There were headphones to block out sound so she could really get immersed in her novel. Um, I don't know. I mean, there was a guy yeah, on the opposite side to me who was reading a Kindle and had earpods in. I, I think I've done that from time to time. Read and mm. music. Yeah. Anyway, I was giggling because the guy got another beer with his meal and then he got another beer. Mm. Which was cool. But the first beer he took ages to sort of sip on. And then he sort of suddenly was onto his third beer. And then around about mm, half an hour ago, he asked the air hostess if he could have another one. And she said, oh, no, sorry, the bar's closed. And he was real good. Like, he went, oh, no worries. Okay, thanks. And I just thought, oh, he we real gutted. Like, he really wanted another one. I know. But do you reckon this man knew you were watching and knew that he knew? No. Do you think he had any idea that you no. knew he was onto his third beer? <laughs> no. And do you feel sorry for him that you were watching? <laughs> I just think it's so funny. I just want to know. I just like, and then like, it's so funny, the etiquette about getting up and, and you should wait for the people in front of you to go. And I see all these people get up first behind me and move forward past my seat, my, my seat. Just pushing mm. in. Yeah, rude. I had a bit of an awkward moment because I had the big ring light to travel home with and my my carry-on bag itself was too big. Got it on there though, didn't I? And the ring light was at my feet, but I had this weird kind of thing in the middle of my underfoot area and I couldn't actually fit it. So it was kind of just leaning against my knees and the attendant was like, sorry, could you put that under the seat in front of you, please? I said, I can't really. She was like, oh, I was like, oh, I, like it won't like bend. It's it, it's like a ring light, and I felt like a vain bitch. I was like, does is she judging me for having a fucking ring light? <laughs> does she have no idea why I have a ring light? And is she thinking that I am 
Does she know you, what a rainbow is, this bitch. woman, do you think? I'm not sure. And then the kind woman next to me was like, oh, I can fit it under mine. Like there was no bar thing blocking the way under her feet. So she put it there. So I wonder what they're thinking of me carrying a ring light. It's just I such mean, a funny thing, eh? Humans on a plane. Well, it is. Yeah. Do you know what I always would think? When I would, particularly in London City, when I worked in the office was in the city, like the you know, bank Liverpool station way hmm. at Liverpool Street. Um, I often would just look up at buildings and imagine that the building infrastructure itself wasn't there, but just all these bodies <laughs> floating in seated position and what that would look like. Like, I think of that with planes too. Like, imagine just seeing all these people that are sat on a chair, but the chair's invisible and all the infrastructure in the building itself is invisible and all these people. <laughs> I, I would I, just make, I always think of that. It's so weird. I just feel like I want to stand up and go, hi, everyone. What are you all doing? <laughs> Do you like, guys want to connect? <laughs> like, hi, guys. I'm Lisa. What's your name? <laughs> Where have you been? Are you going home? Or are you going on holiday? What's your story? I know. The guy, the taxi Uber, the Uber guy, I got an Uber home from the airport because I landed at bedtime for the kids and the Uber driver was so lovely. He'd only done it for a month. He's studying accounting in Christchurch. He's moved from India eight years ago and he was so nice, bless him. And he was like, what do you do for work? And I sort of bumbled and I was like, oh, fitness. And then eventually he's like, well, like, what, what do you, oh, he, after, he but after more. I, yeah, he wanted more and then we went full detail, but event, nice. sorry, after I said fitness, he said, oh, I went to the gym today. <laughs> so I loved it and he told me he's like I haven't been since I moved from Cromwell recently and I haven't joined I haven't been for a year but then this you know this this guy came up to me and he goes oh hey bro um you're right and he like helped me with what I was doing I didn't know what I was doing and he helped me set me up and it was he was just so lovely and I'm often I often bury my head in my phone in taxis I must admit mm. and I just feel like shutting shop but I was pleased I opened up the chat, you know, for yeah. his, like, that would have been quite enjoyable for him. Yeah, it would have been. But he didn't think I was a dick, yeah. D did you sit in the back or the front? I would never sit in the front any, ever, so ever, ever. And Charlotte, it was do. weird. No way. I sit in the back every time. Oh, does Charlotte, oh, you sat in the front in Wellington at some point, though. It's because I had you guys with you me. Been if I was on my us. own, I would never um, sit in the front. But Charlotte came to the Airbnb on a taxi and had spent the ride at 8.30 p.m., 8.45 p.m. in the front seat with this man. And I said, do you sit in the front? She's like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, I would never. I don't yeah, know right. why we, why do we not? Because To me, a, it's etiquette to, to get in the back. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, well, maybe we should sit in the front because the taxi man told Shell that she was her favorite, his favorite client. Okay. I'll try Customer. and do that next time. Okay. Yeah, but I heard, I think back in the day when I was, you know, debuting taxis, possibly 18, around the eight, year, eight, you know, I was 18, maybe getting the taxi home, there was all this stuff that you should sit in the back, eh? We got, we got maybe, in the maybe. back because of safety and like, yeah. you know, which I think is probably why I do it. Same. Feel a bit more comfortable and a bit safer. Yeah. So I there's think we should of, stick to the back. Yeah, there's a lot of trust going into those transactions. I you know. know. Mm. I know. It's weird, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay, girl. Well, we've. Just came back from Wellington, as I said, and so Jess and Shara and I were born in Wellington. We spent first good sort of 20 years in Wellington before we went on to travel and then just ended up living in other parts of the world. 
but um it's been it was a real so when Move It Mama started I was in Christchurch and so every year we've done a party and we've always sort of just done it in Christchurch because it's just kind of easy and we're not real party planners and stuff and we've got this big community in Christchurch obviously but we've also got big communities all around the place so for the sixth year birthday we decided we wanted to do it in Welly which was really cool because Wellington is where we were raised and we have a lot of people in Wellington in Move It Mama and what a treat it was to meet many people for the first time yet they've been in Move It Mama for so long and it was really cool because it gave the other people in different parts of New Zealand or wherever you come from an opportunity to be with us in real life and wow we got so many beautiful memories from that weekend and comments and so so much great chat from people saying like so this is just so incredible meeting you in person because they know us so well through the screen what I really like is people will be like oh it's funny it's like so they they sort of we walk past them and they're about to say hey as in like hey I I, I we're, we're friends I you don't I don't need to introduce myself you know me because they feel so much like we know them and they know us well, they feel so much like they know us. So they just expect to be able to, they expect to just go hi and just start kind of where we left off, but we've never met. Yeah. And I love though that that's kind of quite reciprocal. Like it, feel, it feels that like that for us, though we've never met or maybe we have, or maybe we just know your name or even if we just don't know the name, like it, it doesn't feel super forced or um, fresh or anything. It, it feels, it feels like, genuine, yeah, eh? Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I keep trying to like dabble into like thinking about why it feels every when every time we do an event, it always feels the same feeling of like absolute genuine love, reciprocated love. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a combination of things because I think we do this every day, day in, day out, and we um, see see the business to some extent every day. Um, we see it as we see it as far as an online business goes. So it suddenly this online business becomes kind of tangible in the flesh, and it's just the most like the biggest reassur- most reassuring thing you could ever do. So far as mm. um, you know, just not justifying, but like cementing the fact that this business actually is changing lives and having this power for people and giving them strength and everything mm. that it does. A couple of times uh, in, on Saturday night at the party, a few people were like talking to me and then they were just like, oh, sorry, I just I just feel like I know you so well. <laughs> yeah, 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 like it, pouring out some information as if. It, yeah. yeah, and it brings me back to like the memory of creating it, starting it and creating it and, and knowing like knowing I had to be completely transparent through the screen and be completely myself so that if someone saw me at the playground wrangling my kids, they would get the exact same person that they were growing to know on the screen. And someone actually wrote to me over the weekend saying, I actually never thought, like, I know I knew that I loved you guys, but after meeting you and actually seeing you for real and knowing you are exactly who you are, you promote yourself to be, 
has made me love you so much more. And I was like, that's just such the, such a that's compliment. The yeah. Yes, that's the best. Well, I mean, that's testament to you and how you did start it that way. But also. But if, you guys um, have followed suit. And, that, yeah, it's, and yeah. that's not an easy feat. And well, so I'm proud of you guys for being natural in yourselves. It's not an easy feat, but also I wouldn't know how to do it any other way. And neither would same, you. Yeah. Same. So yeah. maybe it's just the people we are. Yeah. There are some people, eh, who are quite kind of like distinctively um, different in work and their work environment maybe or something. But maybe they kind of have to be a bit more than we need, you know, whereas mm. this business works with us being ourselves. Kind of, I don't know if that makes any sense. It does make sense. Like yeah. we don't have to put on a front. We can just no. be ourselves. And that, that re- that's relatable for people, which means that they can trust us. And that's yeah. what we want. Yeah. I didn't talk to too many people about the Sparkle Pod, to be honest. But you mentioned that you did in your intro. That's cool. Yeah, I had quite a few people come up to me going, I just love the Sparkle Pod. <laughs> Please never stop the Sparkle Pod. And I'm like, it's so <laughs> funny for us because we're kind of like, really? Okay, cool. That's great. Like, yeah. It's you know it's it's such a nice feeling, and I know that it it is an added little bonus, and it's an added extra. Yes, and well, I also am appreciative of people that actually aren't in Move It Mama that message me. I had a girl message me something funny about listening to the plane story, and I know that she's not a member anymore. She used to be, and she's yeah. a member of something else, and I know that. Yeah, and she's still so um, loyal to listening every week, and I just think that's really cool. That's very cool. One of my sparkle spreaders, I have three. One of them I can get rid of wow. now is um, that I met up with a friend on my, like, she took me to the airport and a few days ago, she just, we, we I love friends where just nothing changes and you don't, you barely communicate, but then you see each other and it's just the same. Mm-hmm. And she was texting me earlier in the week about coming and we were planning. I was like, it's pretty back to back as far as our plans. But she was like, even if I can just take you to the airport and we'll just like debrief in the car type thing, in which we ended up doing and having a coffee. And she was previously, a few days ago, just texting me going, by the way, I listened to the Sparkle Pod on my walks at night. Is that creepy? Like, I just had no idea she listened. She's one of my best mates. Had no idea she listened and just fucking loved it. I loved how she's <laughs> just like, well, I, f- oh, and how she knows that I hate talking on the phone. So she's like, I just feel like we talk on the phone because I listen to the podcast. I'm like, well, it needs to be a bit more of a two way street. So I will try and phone you one day. But that, like, I don't even know fuck where I was going with that. But what I just mean is like, it is so cool that people, I don't know, relate to our conversation. Everyone is relating to it. And whether it's to your chat or to my chat, I think, because, you know, last week where I told that dumb, dull, fucking boring story about Nina and the hand dryer, blah, blah, blah. I did have a few people say, Jess, I hate the same. It's exactly the same for me, blah, blah, blah. But I said how you kind of tuned out. (laughs) Because you didn't relate what you did tell me later that day. But it just goes to show. Some will relate to that, some will not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I It's real funny because a few people have said that, have written to me actually, I think to both of us, but it's come to me. Yeah. Like, Jess, I relate to that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, you, I, I, I didn't. Like I got bored. <laughs> um, but then I maybe I just like have am so far gone out of the baby stage or toddler stage, but I'm not really. I, I remember. I do think Rico used to do things like that. I like he which some people might relate to and when it was his daytime nap I had to like clear the room of anything that looked out of place that was quite weird like he'd be like move that book 
we're like, mommy, to shut the door. Like, we've got to shut the cupboards yeah, right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and last right. night it was funny saying goodnight to my third child. And I said, do you want me to shut the wardrobe for you, darling? And then Dan was like, don't start that nonsense. He can sleep with the wardrobe open or something. It was really funny, yeah. actually. It's funny what we, things that quirks and quirks and annoying little traits that happen when kids are younger and then they grow out of them and then you sort of, you know, forget them or yeah. each child's different and each family's different and each each child is different, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, I know. Um, so have you got a peek in a pit of the weekend in Wellington? Or? Oh. Um, do you? Because I, I need to think now. But this is what I find fucking hard, guys, is that you've asked me a question that I need to think about, Put but I need to listen spot, to you. But... And I need yeah. to listen to you. Oh, okay. Well, um, mm. you just want to think of your answer. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Okay. Can, can you do that? Should I put head – I've got headphones on. Should I – no, no. Like, you just no, I'm just saying. Like, I I listen, don't think I can think. Do <laughs> don't listen to me. Tune out. So my pit would be obviously seeing our auntie and cousins and everything was an absolute joy. But my pit would be obviously being the sadness that they're experiencing with the loss of our uncle, which is just um, without. I don't want to go into it because I don't want to get emotional again about it. But like. Um, I mean, there's nothing, there's no, we, that feeling of kind of extreme helplessness and you can't do anything about it. So that would Just be. Just by the way, I've, I've, I've thought of mine so I can listen now. And, You're listening now. Did yeah, you hear yeah. my pitch? Yeah, I did. Okay. And it helped me find mine. Okay. Okay. Are you just going to copy me? <laughs> no. <laughs> and my peak, my peak would be that like, I mean, it's too hard. There are too many, but through the boot camp and through the party itself like there's just something so phenomenal about you can bury your head into work and the business and what we do in the day-to-day -day and stuff and you can get caught up on what's not working and what's going wrong and things that we wish were better and stuff like that um and you can get really overanalyzing that stuff and get carried away with that stuff. Whereas when you see what we saw at the weekend and when you experience what we experienced at the weekend, it can you can just forget it because you can just be so convinced and so it's so evident that despite the challenges that um, might be presented on a daily basis or whenever, that it's doing magical things for lots of people. Did I steal yep. your peak and your pit? No, just I'm just <laughs> adding to you. I'm yeah. being very patient. Ultimately, ultimately, it makes you realize that those kind of, um, you know how sometimes we get a bit down or a bit like yes, confused and like oh, it, ultimately it does, those feelings. Yes, they're valid, but they don't actually really matter because look at when no. we are immersed in the community, the, mm -hmm. the, it's still very much re like it's it's working. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay, awesome. Love it. So Gave you were being patient to listen to me. <laughs> was it I was being patient boring? to add, no, I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay. I was letting you finish the sentence because often when I listen to the pod before we air it, I get pissed off at my interruptions. Like I interrupted you on the speeches on Saturday night. Mm, but mm -hmm. I had to do that because I kept forgetting things and you were reminding me to pipe back up and I nope. thought that was fine. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so my peak, so this is hard for my brain. It's like nonfiction and fiction. I've got to actually think about what peak means. Peak is the, <laughs> the high yeah, point. Okay. Do you know what nonfiction is? Go, go. Oh, shit. Nonfiction is 
like not made up. Yeah. It should be not true though, eh? Nonfiction is real. Yeah. It's so dumb, eh? Nonfiction should be not true. Yeah. Not facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's facts. Who's decided that? Should be fiction should be fact because the word fiction sounds like fact. Yeah, f- fiction. It, what, fiction. Who made that up? It's some so dumb kid. <laughs> and I found that very hard every time I taught. Are we right though? Do I need to check this? Because I get no. confused too. So non-fiction is is not made up. I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. So but you they... like reading quite a lot of non-fiction, but you also like burying your head in coho and the likes, which is fiction. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's so confusing because when you were saying you like reading a lot of nonfiction, I was thinking of my like n- my novels. But yeah. you're, ro- you're no nonfiction. Nonfiction yeah. is more like Brene Brown or not Brene Brown. Or, yeah, it's you know. just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, who was pe- that idiot pe- that defined those terms? Yeah. Who, yeah, who was that? <laughs> and and uh, the, the person that defined those terms did they just start the whole of the English vocab though? Is it the same person? <laughs> One guy started the English. Is this, I don't get it. It's so hard for my brain to work out what happened, and I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Is there a person that, or is it a team that go right? We're going to make an English language, <laughs> and that team made nonfiction and fiction. Oh, um, and peak impact. I mean, the language would have developed over time, right? So, hey, look, get this. I'm so multi. I'm so good at multitasking. Mm-hmm. The word yeah. fiction comes from the Latin word fictum, which means created. Okay, Latinese, Lat- Latin. Oh, so fiction is creation. So it's exactly. like created. And it comes from the Latin word, not from the other word fact. So it's Crea- <laughs> creative writing. Fiction. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Okay. Non fiction. Fictum means so it's non. So non-creative is non-fiction. You're perfect. All right, moving so it on. it should just be called in non-creative and creative. Yeah, because we it learn creative really writing at school, don't we, motherfucker? Yeah, so yeah, why don't we carry on calling yeah. it that? Yeah, it's so dumb, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> my peak. Yes. Oh, no. Pit. Pit is the bad one, right? Pit's the bad one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, so pit is that when I... <laughs> Fly into New Zealand, I often feel quite like Wellington, especially. I possibly feel I get a bit of like a guilty kind of feel because I hold this awful feeling, which I know needs work, of like guilt because I know I I was the first to kind of fly the nest and move away. Possibly not the first because there were some cousins that were gone, mm-hmm. but I left the Mitzi Fano. Well, my with, brother with, with kids, though, as a family, I think yes, is what you're meaning. I think that's it, with my yeah. kids. Yeah, not left like Wellington to go on your OE. No. Yeah, yeah. Left Christchurch and I had left to walk, to go live in Christchurch and then that kind of broke up the cousins' kids hanging out. Yeah. And the, my aunties hanging out with my kids and my kids hanging out with my aunties and obviously my, fam- my parents. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I always feel a strong feeling of kind of like guilt mm-hmm. when I am with my cousins and my aunties and my family in Wellington. I think I've fucked everything up. Mm. And then I goes on to think about Christchurch and how I moved to Christchurch and, you know, then mum and dad moved down five years later 
and then you've moved on and then I've left there. So I feel like a lot of feelings. So that's a bit of a peak for me. Fuck, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a pit. So that's a pit. Mm-hmm. Because, but then on the peak side, this is fucked up. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Yep, go. The peak is that when we're together, it's such a, it's such an a, an emotional loving time that I don't believe we had much of if I was living there all together and we're all together. Like, yeah. so there's the peak of that is that that when we are together, it's so great. Yeah, quality. So special and quality time. And and it's a real thrill to feel that real sense of um love and emotion. Mm-hmm. So it's a double edged sword. Yeah, yeah. You've got to um work on that guilt thing though, because I know that's easier said than done. But at the end of the day, right, you're yes, you are part of a bigger family and a broader family wider family but like at the end of the day you just sometimes need to make decisions for the benefit of you and your immediate family so there's that and that's done okay end of story yeah I know and when you do have a family and I want to do I know I don't even need to justify this because I know that it's all fine I know it's good and I know it's really it's really good for my husband and me and my boys but you still sort of feel a bit like, oh, I've stuffed it up a bit, but I haven't stuffed it up because we're we're actually really happy. But yeah. yeah, you just sort of feel I sort of swing in and out of like feeling a mm-hmm. bit bad and a bit mm-hmm. sad and a bit like, oh God. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so that's your peak and pit, and that's done. Yeah, done. Okay, cool, nice work. <laughs> I've done twelve and a half thousand steps. Do you like that? I know that. <laughs> what today? Yes, because I went yes. for a run. That's amazing. Do you know that a member messaged me saying she got home on Saturday night and had done 31,000 steps? I love that. Wow. So she was dancing hardcore. That is so cool. And she said she did 31,000 steps. How cool is that? Um, So, yeah, it's funny, eh? Steps. I fucking would not know. Why do you know you've done steps? Have you got a device? Yeah, got my Garmin in the post the other day. yeah, I've never known. I've never once counted my steps because I can't walk around going one, two, three, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't <laughs> have a device. No. And pre getting the Garmin on my wrist, I was like, "Can you stop looking at your watch?" To the people that wear watches, a um, couple of clients in particular, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Just ignore it," you know, like. Come on. Anyway, the second I put it on, I was like, this is cool. I like this. I understand. I totally appreciate it. And then the second I had it on in Wellington, <laughs> you said, fucking take it off. It's so ugly. <laughs> and I, I just find that hilarious. And can you get texts on it? Yeah, they show up, which that is a double edged Don't source. be a wanker and, and like swipe them. I, it's not touch screen. That is a real double edged sword. On one, the positive, the pro, the peak, great, because I can see on my wrist that whatever it is is not urgent, so I don't need to go get my phone or pick up my phone or look at my phone. Great. The the pit of that is the fact that I'm now looking at my watch. So I was listening to a really cool podcast yesterday. Um, well, it wasn't that cool, actually. It was a little, It was fine. I was listening to Are it on you going to tell home. anyone what it was called? 
Well, it was a random one. I just needed one quickly because I was driving from Brisbane to Majimba. It's an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, and it was called, I'll just look at it. Oh, I've sort of lost it. It was um it was a it was a Rongan strategy, but it wasn't his podcast. He was a guest on one of the this guy's podcasts. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. But it was about Rongan was giving advice on like how to like stress. And yeah. number one thing is obviously technology that has and so that watch you, you yeah. better just that watch I know. is another form of putting stress into you. I will never forget when I went to a, a for some acupuncture in Sydney, um, and she was a Chinese herbalist, the woman that did it, and she asked me, like, are you stressed? I was like, no, no, I'm not like a stressor, no. And she was like, and then maybe I picked up my phone and she saw the notifications and she was like, see that there? Like, you don't have to be an outwardly, overly stressed in speech marks person no. to be stressed and to experience stress. And actually, that was what was real interesting from that Feel Better Live More podcast episode that we listened to. Can't remember the name of it or anything, but it was one of those. And it was talking about the importance of handling stress or not even handling stress, but how you perceive stress and how you deal with it or what you perceive as stressful. Because what might stress, you know, so I might not be, you know, a high flying job with multiple tons of kids with all the stuff that we define as stressful. I could just be, you know, a little bit like not really busy, like all sorts of things, but it's just how I could still be stressed. Mm -hmm. It's so stress is such a, can be such a product of our thoughts. Yeah. And it's quite interesting because. Um, it is stress. our thoughts, eh? It is. Well, lots. yeah. So, like, for me, I know I will reduce if I'm feeling overwhelmed or whatever, or or if I feel like it's sort of creeping in. I'll, you know, for me, I get quite stressed with like devices, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I've lost my train of thought, but like, I'm quite quick to know that. Something's caused, some, recognized that it's yeah, causing recognize you stress. Yeah, recognize that it's causing me stress. And yeah. it's funny because you might not know that that watch might be causing it, but then you might be like, oh, shit, okay. And I'll just take my watch off for a while and just be in my own self, my own well, self. Well, yeah, I um, – It I, serves I, a purpose. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. He was saying about it's not our fault. These devices have been created to be yeah. amazing, Yeah. to make us absolutely hooked to yeah. make us benefit our life in so many ways. But mm. you just have to be careful because sometimes it can be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm thinking I, for the most part, not that this matters what I do with it, but I, for the most part, won't really wear it that much. I've worn it, I'm, I'm post-run now, but like I don't imagine myself wearing it every day. Also because from a fashion perspective, I don't like the look of it with all of my outfits. Yeah, only probably for like active wear kind of thing. Eh? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was about that watch. Um, yeah, I feel like you could get caught up, and a lot of people do get so caught up in like reaching certain goals and the sleep thing. I was listening to something else. I've done a lot of listening lately. To you know, you can track your sleep and how it actually might not be that accurate, but you get so caught up in yeah. it and, and then you, and you stress about that and you worry I about know. that. Yeah. Yeah. Knowledge is power, but like there are exceptions, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly <laughs> what 
um, he was saying, you know, knowledge is power, but there are exceptions and just make sure you're smart with those exceptions and let them go when you need to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, sis. All right, what's your sparkle spreader? I mean, we're full of sparkle today, aren't we? Yeah. My sparkle spreader was probably so, yeah, I, leaving my kids and leaving my family, I find quite difficult, even though they're older. Like, I just feel like I know I really miss their touch. They're really, my kids are really, mm, it's it's a lot different now because there's a lot of independence with them and they're obviously older. But I know that we often daily will have a time together and cuddles and stuff. Like, it might sound really lame. You guys might be like, oh, thanks. But they are pretty cute <laughs> with me. Like they really love me, but I know that they really love their dad. You know, it's a mutual, they've got a, we've got quite a good little, there's no favorites with who loves who. We all just love each other in a way. And then we all fight, hate each other and fight each other too. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. but <laughs> yeah. when I get home, this, the last time I got home and this time they are home, they literally are all over me like puppy dogs. Mm, like their babies me. again. Like mm. smooching me everywhere they can. Yeah. Big boy comes in, hey, mom, like, yeah. gave me, you know, he's cute, yeah. gives me a kiss, give me a kiss, give me a hug, he yeah. says. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. And it just was, it's a thrill to be, feel so like they, it, I was talking to somebody in the weekend about, they say that you, you know, they say you feel like you're needed when they're little, but, and and then when they grow, people think you probably aren't needed, but you're, you're almost needed more in a way, mm-hmm. like, not for me to do things for them, but just to be there for them. So mm-hmm. it, it's, they've got a swimming districts tomorrow, two of them. And I just know how special it will be that I can go. That you can that. go. Yeah. And even though like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm too busy. I don't want to do that. But I just know that being there is such a big thing for my kids as they grow older. And it was just so nice to come home and just feel the love from them. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but um, it was, I'm still, uh, maybe you, maybe you have felt this way before that it's still very exciting to leave without no one coming with me. So I oh, was yeah. very excited about leaving. Yeah, <laughs> and I do. Believe... I mean, I still feel like, yeah, I'm going to have peace because mm. peace is just great, mm. isn't it? When you mm. are in, immersed in such a busy family life. Yeah, but I do like the feeling of returning. Absolutely, obviously, and then also, um, I think absence makes the heart grow fonder a little bit all around, and then you feel an extra sense of being everyone knowing how worthwhile and needed you are. Oh, like absolutely. Renewed. Like there was, I, I, like the dishcloths were like slimy. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. My fridge was like re- full and I was like, what did you guys eat? You know, and they were so, like, it's fucked up. Hey, Cause like I, I just spent about sort of 10 minutes sort of rearranging my pantry. Yeah, Shit right. just gets put back. Yeah. And there was leaking milk in the other fridge outside that yeah. leaked down to the rack um, underneath. And I'm mm. like, they were all going on about this leaking bottle of milk, but, but like, no they one... didn't see that. Oh. No, well, they, they thought they got the milk bottle in, but I went out to the fridge and underneath, the rack underneath it was oh. full with milk. Oh, right. But yeah. So shit, yeah, like, so what did yours eat? Um, oh, it turns out they actually did have a barbecue. They'd takeaways one night, a barbecue the other night, and then eggy bread before mm-hmm. I got in last night. Uh, and they were otherwise out, you know, they went to Chipmunks, they went to Joe's Garage. <laughs> what did you eat for dinner last night? Well, I texted him on the way home, what, what's for dinner? And he said, we're getting takeaways. And I was like, okay, fine, no problem. I had a lovely cooked meal. Did you oh, see? Well done. Well, I yeah, I know, but like 
I know, but I do know how much that has improved. Mm. You know, that is? kind of. Um, well, he had done a barbecue, but he had saved me a big hunk of salad and he had roasted me vegetables oh. as well and potatoes. Oh. I know. It was That's just, and so it was all, it was so lovely. And the salad even had feta. Oh, yeah. Feta's a nice touch. I forgot about feta. Um, but yeah, but to eat less dairy, I'm not, yeah. No, true. Um, yeah. yeah, so it, it never used to be that like that. Often it would probably be takeaway or something, but I've made it known that I'd really appreciate a lovely cooked meal on return. So, yeah, I've established, we've established in the past that you're very good at this communication, this communication mm. and like communicating that. And I, I had feel a chat. Like, sorry. Mm. A peak of the week, a pit of the weekend was food. Like I just felt like I didn't eat properly or eat nice. Like, every time I went out, I didn't nail it. And that was I know so, that was a bit shit because I also know that Wellington does do food quite well. I know, and I just feel there. like I didn't get. Yeah. Anyway, I said to Dan, "This is the best thing I've had all weekend." Thanks. So that was great. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, Mine all was right, pretty darling. yummy too. Um. Okay. My sparkles reader. Can I just say one thing? My sparkles reader was. Oh, Daniel's yet. Well, I had one in the middle, didn't I? But my other one was. <laughs> I just did boot camp for the first time since like pre what December, early December. So first one of a new block, and I just like wanted to take my hat off to the mothers that come there with their babies and their toddlers and their children. Because if I put myself in my shoes with like little Nina and Bo, a double buggy or even one of them and like the the effort it takes to come there, set them up with all their shit, even just getting the pram out of the car, whatever, all that and get yourself to do a workout, like that's a lot. So, which is why I only ever did that once, and which is why I started movement mamas. <laughs> exactly, it's so awful. Well, as these girls say, and most of the majority are movement mamas, they're like, "This is why movement mama is so great because I don't, I, I'm not going to be doing this every day." You know, no, they but need lovely mama. for them to do that, and that's like a little outing. And I reckon, yeah. I would have. Uh, the, I, I went to that as I said I've done it once and I mm. had one baby mm. and he was a really difficult baby and I just was so stressed all the time but maybe this yeah. is going to help relax and just know uh, it's hard having babies eh? and with sleep if you're a sleep mum like I was a real oh, hard out with sleep mum same wish yeah. I wasn't really in hindsight like I work but then I felt like that would make my baby really fussy and then he'd never have a sleep and I, you know, I always, we were a bit mocked for our sort of anal retentiveness about sleeping in their beds and stuff, weren't we, from time to time. But I do, we did vouch for the fact that it made our lives easier, like the next day or that afternoon if they did do that. So I don't really regret being so sort of anal about it, I don't think. No, but well done to those mums that came out today with Jess. Like I saw that um, little clip on Instagram. It looked really cool. Well done. That was cool. And it's okay. cool for them to like connect with you as well. Well, yeah, that that might just be their social connection for a few days, you know. So it's it's worthwhile, and then they go and do their movement mama on the next few days, and then we meet again next Monday. Yeah, that's so. nice, Jess. Well done. That's awesome. Oh, and my run, I went for a run. Okay, cool. See you later. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Should we keep talking? No, we're gonna go. Um, see you next time. But thanks again to those listening who came out at the weekend, whether to the boot camp or the party, or if they didn't go but they really wanted to. It was an absolute major thrill. Say that word all the time, but you know. Mm. And just remember, if you didn't get to be there, you're still super important to us. And the people that don't say much, you're important to us too. Someone said yep. that to me on Saturday night. 
just remember there are people like me in there that don't really say anything but we're here and we are in it just trust in that yeah so, I love yeah. that yeah all good yeah okay guys all right Catch bye you later. bye, bye. bye.